Welcome back to the We Suite. This week, we are zoning in on marriage, more specifically, when a man experiences divorce and life after divorce. It will be about ending one season and how to enter a new one. I'd like to welcome Darius. Darius is a devoted man of God, first and foremost. This allows him to be the best version of a husband, father of three, and good person to the world. Darius will share his story in just a moment. He has become a dear friend to me. I asked him to speak on this because he shared his story with me when I first met him, and I decided, you know what, it's time that we have this conversation in the suite. As much as we want to see marriages last a lifetime and survive the test of times, that is not always the case for some. Marriage, like any relationship, takes work, learning, and growing. In this chat, we want to focus on the topic life after divorce. We want to really give people hope and talk about some of the things that sometimes men don't actually get to discuss, but they need to be heard. So what does it look like to walk into your next marriage as a man? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me and giving me this platform to to discuss this uh, yes. topic that needs to be discussed. But um Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's um it's a time. <laughs> yes, it is. We've had a couple of different, you know, little chats here and there about such deep topics when it comes to, you know, our faith right. journey and um, you know, kind of going through things in life that help you look at life in a different way. And sometimes those challenges really bring things full circle for you and how you want to move forward, you know? And so with that, this season, of course, is all on men. And through all the different things we've chatted about offline, I I just really wanted you to be here to do this. So I am grateful for your time and uh, let's get into it. Appreciate it. Ready. Yeah. Okay. So my first question for you, do you feel like men that go through divorce experience any kind of shame or guilt, regardless of how it ended um, when dating to meet their new partner that they wish to marry? So, you know, if there's a new woman in your life that you are pursuing and hope that it could lead to marriage, do you feel like men experience shame or guilt once their previous marriage has ended. And I want to be very, very transparent when I'm asking some of these questions, because I know um, marriage is in for an array of reasons. Um, And I'm not even asking you to get into all that. That's up to you if you want to do that. But I know I'm not fault of as far as why the marriage ended. I'm more so just wanting to know how it feels for a guy who's getting back out there, who's, who's starting over. So do you, like me and experience that shame or guilt like just tell me what's on your heart well um i feel like the easy answer to that is yes but it all depends on that person um mm-hmm. and well that man and you just have to be able to just in- internalize what your feelings are and be able to move past that because for me yes <laughs> i felt that shame i felt that guilt just because that was something that i was went before God and just saying that this is something I, that I'm going to be in for the rest of my life, you know, forever until that, that day comes when I'm, I'm dead. So mm-hmm. yes, it, it, it was, um, it was, it was shame. It was some guilt right there, but you know, 
everything everything does happen for a reason and and every everything has a season you know it's just like I said, I'm a devout man that that believes seasons come and go, and and people in your lives are different different lengths of seasons. So sometimes right. they're in there for a long time, sometimes they're in there for a short time, but they're really in there for a season, and you just have to be able to deal with that and and compartmentalize that and be able to, uh, for me, pray and <laughs> and be able to to ask God for those answers, and when He gives them to him, you, you you better be able to deal with it if, if that's a yes or a no. So um, sometimes he just, like I said, moves things out of your way and just so you keep going. But it going back to that question, you know, I felt that shame and guilt, but it was to a certain extent. It was um, to that something that I went before God right. failed in my eyes. So, yes, you know, for that reason, I said, you know, I felt that shame. But in the next, in that very next thought, you know, he, he gave me the ability to wake up the next morning. He gave me the ability to to keep going so feel like you know if that wasn't my perfect mate then she's still really out there you know and so you you have to keep trying and find that right one and I was blessed to find one that I know is my real yeah oh I love it I love it (laughs) I so love it um Okay, so you you also said something that I want to kind of touch back on. Um, you said that you you know you kind of internalize it um, a little bit, and that for you specifically, it had a lot to do with your faith. Um, you know, your relationship with God, and just kind of how you felt how you felt it kind of felt like a failure, even though you know it wasn't. It felt that way. Um, when you speak about internalizing it, I want to kind of ask you a sub kind of question to number one, and then we'll mm-hmm. roll into number two, but basically with feeling that shame and internalizing it and and a person is moving towards what could be their next chapter with with a woman um what would you say has to kind of be the man's mindset knowing that he's feeling that but also kind of feeling ready to move like he has to be internally um (laughs) that's that's a different it's a different answer for different men and different people just because yeah. you you have to be you have to know when you're ready to be out there you have to know when you're ready to move on and in my case i had a daughter at the time so i was looking at things of <laughs> um you know you could be dating this many women but and you know talking to this many women and all of this kind of stuff but if someone does these same things to your daughter, how are you going to feel? And, mm-hmm. and, and that's for me, like, you know, yeah. you have to look at things as if these men do the same thing to my daughter, how are you going to feel about it? So I started really, you know, internalizing that and praying to God, like, all right, um, let me find my mate. And I had a specific list. I had um, things that I, I wanted on there and I prayed to God for mm-hmm. that. And Can then, you share um, some of that? Do you mind yeah. sharing some of that? Yeah. Tell uh, us what was on your um, list. So a God-fearing woman, mm-hmm. um, one that loved my daughter just like she was her own, mm-hmm. um, one that knew to love me the way I need to be loved. The last one was um, to respect my family, and I re- I changed that to love my family because you don't all, you don't have to love the family the the family around that person just because things just may not you know sync or link you know the right way so I just say respect them because if you have respect for them you normally don't love them but you know it's 
I just say I always pray that prayer that way for my reason. But on top of that, uh, just a little, little icing on the cake was to add, um, I wanted a woman that could sing. And, mm-hmm. and everybody always asked me, like, why did you add that at the end? I said, because I saw how my daughter was going to sleep. She never liked going to sleep. I wanted someone to be able to sing to her lull- lullabies and be able to get her going to sleep easily. And, and I'm, I'm telling you, God answered all of those prayers. Plus, oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I even like that, you know, somebody that can sing. Because sometimes uh, we focus on our values and our beliefs when we are praying for what we want. But even something as unique and special as that is very um, and it's and as a dad and a and a dad of daughters, you know, it's it's very beautiful. It's a beautiful, touching thing. And I'm glad you didn't mind outlining some of those things because I know men um, sometimes that are going through life after divorce, they want to move forward, but when they're still kind of feeling certain pains from their past, they don't really know where to start. And appreciate you for sharing your process even though every person's process is different because sometimes men just need to hear the perspective of another man and women you know women right. know what's going on in a, in a man's mind um so I'm going to move us on to my next point um so can you tell me what you feel is important when connecting with your wife after having gone through divorce so now we're speaking of you know your new person, um, you know, going through that dating phase and, and this is your new wife or about to be your new wife, what is important for you to connect with her after having gone through what you've been through? Oh, um, I guess it just goes back to that, the, the prayer that I sent up. Um, mm-hmm. has to be a God-fearing woman. I mean, because at the end yeah. of the day, if she's not God-fearing and there's nothing that she won't do or will do. So, um, right. You just have to. That 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 was my non-negotiable. You know, you just have to be able to to try to serve God the best way you can, and, and fear Him, and just try to <laughs> try to do what's yeah. right, and then everything else will fall into place. So, like I said, so all the other mm-hmm. things, like you know, loving my daughter like she needs to be loved, and loving mm-hmm. me how I need to be loved, then that just comes after that. But at first, you just you have to reverence God and. And I say that even before me, then that's that's how it's supposed to be. You know, right. you, you keep God first and then you know, me I'm I'm after that way and honestly in the grand scheme of things, I'm way after that. But in the um in the sight, that's inside of me. But man, it's yeah. just um it's just something that we just have to keep working for us together and we can we continue to walk this faith because there's gonna be things that come up um on a day to day basis and you gotta have that somebody that for me, that that spoke that same language and be able to to understand. Okay, we're going through this season right now. You know, you're not going to be able to harvest everything that comes comes your way right now. <laughs> you got to bat down a hatchet. You got to got to be able to deal with this thing and walk through that storm together. And then, you know, on the other side, it's it's going to be beautiful. You know, and you just got to be able to have that somebody that understands that and not just saying, okay, <laughs> yeah. don't, we're going through these rough times and all right, I'm out, you know, because <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, that's how I feel like this generation is, you know, it's a microwave generation, so when things are not working out right, 
oh, it's on to the next thing. You know, that's how we are on social media. Okay. Right. Insta- Instagram ain't jumping today. Let me go over to Twitter. Let me go over to uh, uh, Snap. <laughs> Let me go over to YouTube. Let me go. You know, that's how we do. So especially, you know, that's the same thing in, in marriages nowadays. So right. you just look at it at their percentages and the stats behind it and see how many are getting divorced and, you know, how many are last. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's so easy to throw in the towel, um, you know, when you feel like something no longer serves you. But what is really, really important about what you said is um, speaking the same language and being a God-fearing woman uh, would be an ideal partner. And, you know, when God is that foundation, it's not that easy to jump ship. Mm going back to even what you said on your first question, um, you know, the shame coming from, you know, kind of the commitment that you felt you made to God. I think that it's harder to jump ship and walk away, throw your hands up in the air and say, I'm done when you don't feel, um, you know, that, that, that bond, that commitment, that covenant that you're in with God and you just say, I can go. But when you know that is bigger than that, when you know that this is a promise that I made, you know, it is a lot harder to just bounce around and, and say, I'm going on to the next, to the next, to the next, because there's something that binds you to that. Um, and it, and it pricks, you know, at, at, at your spirit. So thank you for, for sharing that. You know, I share the same beliefs. That's how we got here. Right. <laughs> we got, right. we got to this conversation <laughs> because of all of our talks, but you know, um, moving a little bit deeper into question number two, I have another sub question for you. Uh, when we are talking about speaking the same language though, in addition to a God fearing woman and, you know, being able to navigate tough times because of, that connection that you have with each other. Um, I know sometimes men that are going into that next marriage, that next season that are feeling that I'm trying to be careful with how it works is feeling that they have moved forward, feeling that they um, have gotten through the, the difficulty of the previous season feel ready but at times the pains resurface in the new relationship. Um, and I want to give some tangibles so that I'm explaining what I'm talking about. Like, let's say that the wife, um, you know, is running late getting home, but doesn't call or text or something. And he's kind of like, where are you? What's going on? You didn't, you didn't call me. He kind of spazzes out. But maybe he's spazzing out because of what happened previously to him before mm-hmm. with trust and communication. So things like right. that is what I'm talking about. And that's just an arbitrary example. Um, but things like that, those things are happening. And he feels in his heart that he's ready. He wants to remarry. He knows he wants to be a husband. He knows he wants to be a dad. He doesn't want to you know, continue to let time pass him by. But he's still struggling with some of these things. What kind of advice do you have for that? Um, oof, I can I can only tell you what what I did in my situation. Basically, mm-hmm. I went to my wife now, and when well, I will say not at the very beginning, but you know, once we we've been mm-hmm. talking for a while and things are really really getting serious, I'm basically you be upfront and say, look, I'm I know I'm not one hundred percent myself. Like you have to put that out there and tell her 
look, I'm I'm not my complete self yet, but I'm 85, 75% somewhere in that ballpark and just let her know, okay, these are the things that I'm still dealing with. These are the things that I'm still working on just so she knows that up front. But then I also feel like if you can almost let them know as much as you possibly can about the past relationship or even not just that relationship, but any of them, then they can kind of put stuff together and understand like, okay, if like going back to your example, if someone is running late, like, okay, he's, he's getting upset or he's spazzing out because of this reason right here. And I know that's because that's what happened in his previous relationship or the relationship before that, blah, blah, blah. You know, so right. it, um, it, it basically gives some context. So this person can understand where they're coming from. So, um, you know, if it's something dealing with a mother-in-law, you know, so you, you understand why he's sensitive to that reason or, you know, all those things. But I feel like you have to really, you have to let your guard down. You have to really let that person into your life. If you really are about to share that life with that person, you have to let your guard down completely. Like me and my wife say all the time, marriage is basically standing in front of that person as naked as you possibly can be. You just basically hold your arms up and you just let everything out. Now, I know that's not at the very beginning or especially not dating at the beginning stages, but once you really get into a marriage or right before that, you gotta, you gotta let down that guard and show all weaknesses and let that person know who you are just so they can honestly formulate their own opinion and, and figure out what they want to do. But then from there, just, um, you know, be able to formulate different things that's, that's, that may come up like that situation that you brought up. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I think context is very important for a number of relationships. I mean, today we're speaking about life after divorce, but um, just I think it's a good time to plug into this conversation that any relationship that one has in life whether it is, you know, in a spouse situation, whether it is your, you know, your children, young children, adult children, um, your brothers, sisters, when you have been hurt or scarred in life and you're still working through healing, healing is a journey. Um, it's, it's not always, you know, easy to just heal from certain things. Some things you may heal from very quickly and other things may be a lifetime. And it just depends on the severity of that pain. And because of that, people need context. And, and I'm so glad that you said when you can talk about it, let your guard down. Because you may not want to tell your whole story, but someone knowing the context of where you have been and where you're trying to get to will help them be on that journey with you and understand how to better love you, how to better communicate with you. Um, how to even recognize certain signs so that they realize that my behavior right now may be triggering this person. So, um, and if you love them, you, you'll, you'll fight through that with them. But I, I so appreciate your vulnerability in that one. Um, okay. Let's keep it moving. Uh, so here is my next question for you. What do you feel women should, um, know just from a man's perspective, when dating a man who has been divorced and desires to marry him. Um, so a person who has never been married versus a person who's been divorced, 
you know, that's a little bit different. So what is, what, if you could tell women anything or, or want them to understand anything, what is it that you would uh, share with women that you feel they should understand if they want to, you know, marry a man that's been divorced? Yeah. Um, honestly, I feel like that goes back to that second question, just finding out how, how healed is that man? Because it's not your job to heal him. He's, he has to heal himself. And, and for me, that's through God. And, and I feel like that's the only way to, to truly heal and let things go because you can, you can let things fester and, and keep things bottled up and, and it need to continue to um, various relationships that come beyond that, you know, your next wife, your children, and all these things that you, that you right. brought up. Um, but you have to really ask that person, like, how are you, like, how are you feeling? Like, and, and gauge it. Like for me, I, I gave a, a real percentage. Like I was like, look, I know I'm not 100% back myself, my old self. I know I'm, I'm better than what I was. So yeah. right now I'm, I, I'm, I'm about 75, 85% of, of my old self. Please help me get that next 25 or 15%, help me get up and get back to my old self. And lo and behold, like that smile came back quick, you know, and, and, and fuller. And, you know, <laughs> and you have that right, that right person that, that's going to take that journey with you and, and, and go about those things. So just like I would be telling my daughters, um, if, if they came to me with that situation, you just, you have to get to know this person and understand like, okay, is he, is he lashing out at you or is he, always seeming bitter or you know is he holding on to so much of his past that he can't let that go like like a heavy book bag or is he just like okay he's moving through the day he he may have a bad day every blue moon but not all the time and you have to you have to just watch for those things and 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 be there for him but i'm not gonna say ever be be a mom <laughs> i yeah. never want some, my especially like my daughters to be a mama to a dude just to try to appease them and, and because you know, they feel like they love them and all this kind of stuff. But no, that's not what it is. You, you, that person is your partner. Like that person is my, yeah, right, like I said right. before, my real, like she, she's my strength when in my weaknesses and vice versa. Like that's how it's supposed to go. Not she's going to do everything for me, like that type of stuff. So like I said, um, this one, I, I kind of switched that up. And like I was talking to my own daughters right there, but I tell any woman, like, you don't, don't be a doormat. Don't be, don't be somebody that just, um, just take anything that they give them. So, you know, yeah, yeah. Be, be watchful. Yeah. I, I love that. I love that. Um, it has been, oh, and I, I, you know, I just am so excited with the people that I have asked to come on here because y'all have killed it this season. Um, <laughs> but yes, no, uh, I, I like, that we're talking partnership because we have a lot of women out there who want love so bad that they are willing to play the savior role. And you can't do that for somebody. Um, and you'll resent it if you do, because you will not be getting the nourishment back that you need. You'll be constantly in a state of trying to pick up the pieces for them, taking care of them, and then be upset when you're not getting what you need. So uh, I, I really believe he heavily in partnership as well. Um, 
And uh, you said something else that I found to be, you know, really dope um, with the healing process that she has to find out if he's healed. And I think that is so hard sometimes for people because a person that that you meet, you're in this honeymoon phase, you're excited, your emotions are all over the place and you fall for what it appears to be. And I feel like people have to truly give it time, give it time, because when you don't give things their true due diligence on time to see what you need to see and pray for God to reveal things to you, you end up believing what your heightened emotions are telling you. And your heightened emotions are not a realistic vantage point. And so you end up thinking this person is okay. And then three, four months later, they're taking everything out on you because they are still working through a process. So I definitely feel like I, as a woman, would just add to that, to truly give things the time, you know, don't function a thousand percent off of, you know, the feel good moments. What does it look like when he gets upset? You know, what, what are our arguments? You know, are they healthy? Are they below the belt? Um, you know, right. when someone shuts down, what does that shut down look like? Did they ghost you for seven, seven months at a time? Right. <laughs> you know, right. like, I, I think those are things that matter. Um, so, you know, all great things. Um, our generation is, is kind of struggling in that department with, with at least making it known publicly that we're still having those important conversations. Um, I'm going to go ahead and wrap us up. Um, unless you had any other comment, I don't know. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? No, just um, thanking you once again for giving us that platform to speak on this. And uh, okay. Shout out to the other men that came on and, and doing this thing. Yeah, of course, of course. I, I am so thankful for each and every one of you. So if you can, where can our listeners follow you or connect with you? Yeah, um, I'm actually in, in the journey of creating a book series about the adventures with me and my oldest daughter and, and during that time when I was a single dad. And you can find me on Instagram at Layla Bug and Daddy. Um, so that's, that's the best way to keep up with the up and coming yeah. book. Yeah. Oh, we're so excited. And I'm I'm rooting for the book and I can't wait to um, read it myself. Uh, So I'm going to leave everybody with some tips um, before we close out today Um, from our conversation earlier. We thank Darius so much for being vulnerable and doing this. Um, And kudos to the fam for giving him a few minutes to do it, too, because I know (laughs) how that goes. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I can hear them. I can hear some things down the hallway. So, yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. So we so appreciate them for letting <laughs> let me borrow you for a minute, bro. Um, so here we are with our tips to close us out. You can experience shame after going before God to commit in your marriage, but everything happens for a reason. You just sometimes will internalize it. Focus on uh, all that God still gives you. He still provides opportunities. You have to just keep trying. And our next one, what I was looking for. So this is from the perspective of Darius, a God-fearing woman. Love um, the way that he needed to be loved. Respect and love his family and loving his child the way his child needed to be loved. But I still want to share that as a tip because I think that was a beautiful prayer 
um, to ask for in looking for uh, his spouse. Speak the same language. Uh, when you have God as the foundation, it makes things a lot easier. At least that's our perspective. Let your guard down. Be open and upfront. Put it out there to your future wife that you're still working on yourself. Let them know as much as you can so that they can understand where you are. They will need context to understand sometimes the situations. And for our women, we just discussed this, but find out how healed is the man you wish to marry who has been divorced. You can't heal him. That's his process with God. So make sure you take the time to figure those things out. Um, and that wraps us up today. So thank you for joining us in the suite. Don't forget to follow the We Sweet podcast on your favorite listening platform and add me on Insta at Dr. Dakeese L. It's in the podcast bio. See you guys soon. Thank you.